Today's episode is sponsored by Struggle Snuggles Ball Pythons. Struggle Snuggle is a small hobbyist breeder who wants to share the joy of ball pythons with new and experienced snake enthusiasts. Struggle Snuggle offers different types of morphs and standard non-morph pythons. Struggle Snuggle will offer insight on the first-time python owners and is available via email for questions on the continuation for healthy care of your new python. You can reach Struggle Snuggle through his Instagram at strugglesnuggle32257. That's strugglesnuggle32257. So you can get a look at the different type of snakes that he does own. Again, strugglesnuggle32257. His Instagram handle will be in the show notes. Now let's get on with the show. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The podcast is about to begin. Graveyard Grumbler Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 86 of the Graveyard Grumbler podcast. I am your host, Tina Romero Jr., a.k.a. the Graveyard Grumbler. Today's episode, let's get our tinfoil hats out once again. It is going to be... I was actually pretty bummed out when I did this episode. I was doing research and I looked at it and I was in disbelief that our government is at it again. And, it, and the crazy thing is that it's, it's our government, but this government that can reach into so many different places. You'll find out what I'm talking about here in a few minutes. Today's episode is about MK Ultra. A lot of you are like, what, what, Grumbler, what the fuck is MK Ultra? Yeah, that was my thoughts exactly. And unfortunately, because of all the QAnon bullshit that's been happening, I, I heard it from one of them that President Biden and his cabinet are all MK Ultra drones and they are they are direct results of MK Ultra control. So what is MK Ultra? Let's go ahead and get into the episode. Project MK Ultra or MK Ultra was the code name for an illegal human experimentation program designed and undertaken by the US Central Intelligence Agency. The experiments were intended to develop procedures and identify drugs such as LSD that could be used in interrogations to weaken individuals and force confessions through brainwashing and psychological torture. Yeah, yeah, you heard that right. Psychological torture and brainwashing. That is... Boy, I tell you. You know, I've I've used LSD in the past. I've I've taken a couple hits of, of LSD. And if you're in if you're in the right place in the right mind frame and everything is where it needs to be, tripping off of LSD is one of the greatest things that you can ever experience. It really is. I mean, I I don't recommend people trip off of LSD, but again, I mean, you're your own person. But if you're going to trip off of LSD, I'm not saying that you should. I'm not I'm not suggesting and I'm not recommending it. But if you do go on a trip on an LSD trip, make sure that you're in a safe place. Make sure that you are not stressed out or overwhelmed because I guarantee you, you're going to have a bad trip if you're in a bad state of mind. But could you imagine, I mean, just using using LSD for mental torture. I mean, once you're in LSD, you're tripping so hard. And I mean, you, you don't really, you, your mind focuses on whatever you're looking at, whatever you're watching or whatever is being told to you. You don't have that that clarification to where you're able to solve and figure out what is truth. 
what they're telling you during during your trip is bond. It's like you really do not understand how how crazy it is until you've actually done LSD yourself. Again, I'm not telling you to go do LSD. Don't do it. But if you do, if you're in a if you're an adult, just make sure that you're in the in the proper state of mind. If not, you're gonna have a fucked up trip. I guarantee you that. Let's continue. MK Ultra used numerous methods to manipulate its subjects, mental states, and brain functions, such as the covert administration of high doses of psychoactive drugs, especially LSD, and other chemicals, electroshocks, hypno- hypnosis, sensory deprivation, isolation, and verbal and sexual abuse, in addition to other forms of torture. Now, this is all this is all brought up by the CIA in order for us to torture criminals in order to as a result of getting the truth, so to speak, from these criminals. Why may you ask? Well, when you have spies or you have people, enemy of the state or anything like that, you want to know what's going to happen. I mean, they they might be the next terrorist. They might be plotting a United States takeover. So we must destroy them and figure out what the fuck is going on with them by any means necessary, right? Wrong. I mean, I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm all for the protection of the United States. I, I, I'm a firm believer that without certain things, you know, we wouldn't be able to have some of our luxuries, although they're very few and far in between. It seems like more and more as, as certain laws and stuff are passed in certain states. But I am a firm believer that without certain military and government protections, we would not be able to have the luxuries that we have now. However, I'm not for the human torture and sexual abuse of and, and getting things out of people. I mean, my firm belief is that if they don't want to tell you, I mean, don't get me wrong, you, you're going to pressure them. You, you have to get some. Not, not everybody is going to be willing to, and open to say, yo, I, this is exactly what happened. I'm going to tell you everything. Now give me a cookie. No, 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 no. I, I understand that. I know that's not reality. I know that's not realistic, especially from another country, especially in an enemy country. However, I am I am a full I'm a firm believer that if if now this is just it I'm just telling you that this is just if if they refuse to speak there there has to be some sort of pressure and some sort of not ultimatum but consequence from trying to destroy whatever they're trying to destroy and steal whatever secrets they were in order to take over and have an upper hand on the United States but I do not believe in sexual abuse, rape, or any kind of sexual torture of any sort, any type, shape, or form. Now, what's crazy is that we don't have, we, we don't even have the slightest idea of what goes on behind closed doors or out in the battlefields. We, I mean, we get a, a small hint of it here and there, but nothing, nothing can fully open up and tell us exactly what goes on. You know what I mean? Let's continue. MK Ultra was preceded by two drug-related experiments, Project Bluebird and Project Artichoke. It began in 1953, was reduced in scope in 1964 and 1967, and was halted in 1973. It was organized through the CIA's Office of Scientific Intelligence and coordinated with the United States Army Biological Warfare Laboratories. The program engaged in illegal activities, including the use of the use of U.S. and Canadian citizens and unwitting test subjects. See, this is the whole big thing about why we can't trust our government. I mean, from the beginning of time, since the creation of the government, of the modern government, I'm not talking about back, I mean, I'm sure back when in 1777 or 1776, when our original government was, was created, that 
there was corruption all around. There's things that are hidden that they believe is better for the for the American people. And so with that, the the MK Ultra's whole purpose was literally to do shit illegally and dose people and torture them in order to get, you know, so-called the truth out of them. Now, this is all experiments. Mind you, this is all these were all test runs and and trials to see if MK Ultra, if if the process or the procedure that they were trying to build up was going to hold true and they would have been able to go through with it. Now, again, if you have your tinfoil hat, I know you're looking at me like, Grumbler, I fucking told you this shit was real. I told you you can't trust the government. I know. I know we can't trust the government. I understand that we can't trust the government. But I didn't know that MK Ultra was this deep and this real. I had no idea. I'm, I'm lying, and I'm not kidding. I mean, I literally had no idea the depth and the craziness that the government, CIA especially. I mean, that's why JFK wanted to get rid of the CIA. I mean, JFK put it out in his own special interest to rid the government of the CIA, saying that they were corrupt criminals. And you know what? He was actually right. The government is full of corrupt criminals and CIAs. I mean, the CIA has a laundry list of bad shit that they've done. Now, if, I, mean, I would tell you to look it up, but I don't know if you want to because I don't know if you really want to know the truth. Hell, I don't even want to know the truth and I'm doing it for this episode. MK Ultra Scope was broad with activities carried out under the guise of research at more than 80 institutions, including colleges and universities, hospitals, prisons, and pharmaceutical companies. The CIA operated using front organizations, although some top officials at these institutions were aware of the CIA's involvement. Now, allegedly, and again, this is from uh, from Mr. Alex Jones, and I hate mentioning him because I don't want to give him any more publicity than what he already doesn't have. But according to Alex Jones, I mean, and again, I, I, when I listen to the Alex Jones show, I listen to it out of satire and I listen to it for entertainment. I don't listen to it because I don't, because I, I, I don't believe the shit that he says. A lot of shit that he says is unbelievable. And now dude, Owen Troyer or Owen, what the, he's a fucking idiot. I can't stand that guy. Owen Troyer. Boy, I tell you, if I ever met that dude in person, if I would, I would tell him how much of a scumbag and a bitch he actually is. By the way, a little bit of sweet justice for me as far as Owen Troyer. I think that's his name. He was actually in the January 6th insurrection, and now he's under investigation and possibly might serve jail or prison time because of his involvement with the rest of the, quote, patriots. (laughs) But anyway, I'm I'm, I'm going off of a rant, off a tangent. But what Alex Jones was saying was that MKUltra actually had their fingers in Texas University, University of Austin here in Texas. They also had them in some other major universities for their experimentations. Now, remember, these college kids were dosed unknowingly. They were given these without their knowledge. They were told they were given one thing, but then given drugs and then evaluated, tortured, and mind-fucked pretty much to see the results of various drugs that that they ingested for the purpose of finding, quote, a truth serum. Now, when I heard that from Alex Jones, I was like, dude, this is bullshit, man. What are you talking about? And then he goes on blaming Rockefeller and some other shit. And, you know, and, I, and I'm listening to this as I'm driving, as I'm making my deliveries, delivering my cars. And I'm like, yo, 
Alex, man, you're on a fucking limb, dude. You're, you're, you're talking out your ass. You're, you're talking wild on the yard, homeboy. And then I do research on MK Ultra, And I find out that he wasn't very far from the truth. Now, don't get me. I'm not praising Alex Jones as he is right. And he what all his ridiculous conspiracy theories are true. Remember, this is the same guy that said that Sandy Hook was, Sandy Hook never happened. And that Sandy Hook was full of crisis actors, the parents and the kids. Remember, this is the same guy. So on that note, remember, even a broken watch is right twice a day. So Alex Jones getting MK Ultra right doesn't mean that everything, all the other shit that he spews out is right. Remember, just remember that saying, a broken watch is right twice a day. But when I, when I figured, when I, not figured out, but when I found out and I started reading all this shit about MKUltra, my, I, I was literally shocked. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize. I, 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 I had no idea that MKUltra was this deep. But let's continue. MKUltra was first brought to the public attention in 1975 by the Church Committee of the United States Congress and Gerald Ford's United States President Commission on CIA activities within the United States, also known as, ready? The Rockefeller Commission. Now, if you don't remember, Rockefeller is this big wig money guru that has a lot of money that pretty much broke out in New York and is one of the richest families in the entire United States. Why are they involved in, in, in government issues? Well, I'll let you put one and one together. I'll let you put the square hole in the square peg. All right. Investigative efforts were hampered by CIA Director Richard Helms' order by CIA Director Richard Helms' order that all MK Ultra files be destroyed in 1973. The Church Committee and Rockefeller Commission investigations relied on the sworn testimony of direct participants and on the small number of documents that survived Helms' order. Again, we have another government official getting rid of government documents. I mean, does that sound familiar? I don't know, like Watergate? Right? Because, I mean, it happened in the 70s. And when was Nixon president? He was president around the 70s. I mean, it doesn't take a lot to realize that government corruption is government corruption. No matter what year, no matter who's in charge, government corruption is in full effect. And I hate saying that because I am not an anti-government person. But if the duck quacks, it's a fucking duck. Right? In 1977, a Freedom of Information Act request uncovered a cache of 20,000 documents relating to MKUltra, which led to Senate hearings. 20,000 documents. And that wasn't even all the documents, since a lot of them were, a lot of documents were destroyed on government orders. But 20,000 documents were revealed, which resulted, it led to a Senate hearing. Again, I have a real hard time with Senates and government leading investigations. I mean, again, what what, what was that one inv- popular investigation? Oh, yeah, the Warren Commission. That's right. A government-led investigation on an assassination of a president that no one seemed to find any other evidence, but there was so much evidence pointing that not only one individual was involved. But hey, let's all, it's all for the Senate re-hearings, right? Some surviving information about MKUltra was declassified in July 2001. In December 2018, declassified documents revealed that the CIA made six dogs run, turn, and stop via remote control and brain implants. 
as part of MKUltra. Now, the whole purpose of MKUltra was for mind control and, so quote, truth serum. So what the purpose of MKUltra, from my understanding, was that they were trying to find ways to control individuals and use them for their benefit. One of the documents revealed that the CIA made six dogs run. They turned and stopped all by a remote control and brain implants. Now, this is the reason why I, I, I stress that part right there is that if for those of you who listen to all of this kind of shit, remember, we have. We have what is the guy's name from Tesla? What is the fuck is his name? Holy shit, my mind went blank. He's he's the richest he's the richest person in the world right now with like five hundred billion dollars. Uh, what the hell is his name? Elon Musk. There we go. <laughs> I had to look that shit up. My mind my mind literally went blank. Now remember, we have Elon Musk who's who's gone on several interviews, even the Rogan podcast. Which I mean, fuck Joe Rogan. But he's gone on several interviews, several, several interviews, even on TV. To promote and brag and put into fruitation, implanting chips into people's head. Not for, you know, supposedly not, supposedly Supposedly not to control individuals, supposedly, but to help them advance in information. But at the same time, the CIA managed to control six dogs via remote control and brain implants. You know, again, I'm not I'm not deep into conspiracy theories, but when I reach it like this and then I go back and listen to interviews by Elon Musk and other bigwig techie guys, and they're talking about AI integration, integration, and then Elon Musk talking about implanting brain chips to help further human information and advancement. No, no. I mean, who's going to control the chips? I mean, literally, we're not going to control them. There has to be somewhere, because I mean, if one of them short circuits, we need to find someone or someone has to be in charge. It's just like your computer or your phone. When you have a problem with iOS, who do you call? You call Apple, right? You don't, you don't solve it on your own phone. If you're having problems with your Windows computer, who do you call? You call Microsoft, right? You call someone who is in charge of your computer or the software that you have running on your computer. Which in, you know, at any given time, they're able to take over your computer remotely, do whatever they have to do, type it and fix it without you touching it. And you can see them typing shit, moving the cursor and everything's moving on your side, but you're not touching it. So that goes into where, who is going to control the chips? You know what I mean? And all it takes is for the government to get their greedy little hands on it. And then, you know, I'm not saying it out loud, but we all know what might happen. And I hate thinking, oh my gosh, I seriously do not like my my brain to be thinking this way. But when I discovered MK Ultra, boy, I tell you. Let's continue. According to author Stephen Kinzer, the CIA report was a continuation of work begun that 
continuation of the work begun in World War II era Japanese facilities and Nazi concentration holy shit and Nazi concentration camps on subduing and controlling human minds. Now, it's no secret the Japanese were horrible, horrible, horrible people, horrible to their captors and their own people. And so were the Nazis. The Nazis, we all know what was going on with Nazis. Fuck the Nazis. Fuck anybody who decides that Nazi and making Nazi salutes is perfectly okay. Ted Cruz, that goes exactly for you. Fuck you. And fuck everyone who believes that Nazis and, and everything that's going on here in America relays to Nazis and, and back into the Holocaust era. Fuck you guys. I'm probably going to lose a lot of listeners because of that, but, you know, oh, well. Now, the thing is, is that we all know that that Japanese were horrible to to their captors or to their captives. We all know about the Nazis. We all know about the horrible experiments that both camps conducted on on, on the enemy and, and their prisoners of war. Not even prisoners of war, just the regular prisoners, even their own people. Now, one of the main interests and one of the main factors was that they wanted to control individuals and have them as controlled spies. That way, when they were released or supposedly released back to the original country of their belonging, they were able to control them remotely and have them pretty much do everything that they want under control. It's not a secret. There was a lot of uh, lobotomies. There was a lot of open brain surgeries. There's a lot of things that were conducted horrible, horrible experiments to make this work. Obviously, it never worked until, I mean, it, it might have. I mean, I don't know. I don't have, I don't have the paperwork right here in front of me, but it was, it was all bad and it was stuff that shouldn't have been used. I mean, I mean, drugs were used all along. I mean, what's the best way? You have an all mind-altering, all, a mind-altering drug that's forcefully and controlled and given in a controlled environment. Whoever figures out how to control the mind under these, under these circumstances can pretty much rule a large portion of the world. Let's continue. Kinzer wrote that MK Ultra's use of mescaline on unwitting subjects was a practice the Nazi doctors had begun in the Dokshu, in the Dokshu concentration camp. Kinzer proposes evidence of the con- of the continuation of a Nazi agenda, citing the CIA's secret recruitment of Nazi torturers and vivisections to continue the experimentation on thousands of subjects, and Nazis brought to Fort Detrick, Maryland, to instruct CIA officers on the lethal use of sarin gas. So... For my listeners who are like, that is re-fucking-diculous. That is no way possible at all. Unfortunately, it is. I mean, if you understand or if, you not, if you've read about Operation Paperclip, Operation Paperclip was literally, literally Nazi scientists brought over from Germany and given them saving grace. The United States gave them a pass from being executed or imprisoned for the rest of their life for the horrible war crimes against humanity and the genocide that they conducted on on the Jewish people. So America literally brought over several scientists and several doctors to get our space program off the ground. I mean, that's a fact, black and white paper, Operation, Operation Paperclip. So when the doctors came over to continue these horrible experimentations, again, the, the government, America isn't as, 
as innocent or as goody-goody two-shoes as we all think and hope it is. You know, every government has has a black or has a has a black spot or or, or a black uh, a dark undercover psyops that they want to conduct. So, in order for them to continue what they want to do and advance their curiosity and and their their anticipation or hopes of con- of controlling the human mind, why not bring over people who've already been doing it? And that's exactly what happened. I mean, America brought over these doctors and scientists from the Nazi camp and they continued to work here in the United States. That is a proven fact. It's sickening, isn't it? We're supposed to free the people and and make this a better world for everyone, right? You know, America. But at the same time, we're using the very same people that we shamed and told that you what you're doing is disgusting to continue the disgusting, horrible experiments here in the United States. Funded, by the way. 100% funded by the government. Why? Because, again, they have their own dark, dark agenda for whatever reason. Boy, I tell you. What was the purpose of MK Ultra? The project was headed by Sidney... Gottlieb, 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 I guess that's how it is, G-O-T-T-L-E-I-B, L-I-E-B, was headed by Sydney, but began on the order of CIA Director Alan Dulles on April 13th, 1953. Its aim was to develop mind-controlling drugs for use against the Soviet bloc in in response to alleged Soviet, Chinese, and North Korean use of mind-control techniques on U.S. prisoners of war during the Korean War. So allegedly, that was supposed to be, have gotten back to the United States that North Korea, China, or the Soviet Union, Chinese, were controlling U.S. prisoners and to, give, to divulging deep, dark secrets. Now, that was never proven, but how are we going to prove that with, with paperwork from we never, what we never received? I mean, North Korea is pretty much in, impenetrable. They, they are locked down to the max. That is one of the reasons why they are such a secret country now. You know, and what, what, what's crazy is that we're supposed to believe this, but again, if you believe a narrative long enough, you're going to try to convince yourself to do the same in order to rebel and beat them to the technology in order to better understand it, allegedly, supposedly. But again, if, if you believe a narrative long enough, then it has to be true, right? Right. I mean, that's that, that's that's pretty much what was going on. The, and, you know, the, the mind-controlling techniques were never confirmed in those countries, in the Soviet Union, China, or North Korea. That, that was never confirmed. But then again, you, how much truth are we being told by the government and how much truth are we told by, by our enemies? No one knows. The CIA, wanted, the CIA wanted to use similar methods on their own captives and was interested in manipulating, manipulating foreign leaders. The CIA wanted to use similar methods on their own captives and was interested in manipulating foreign leaders with such techniques, devising several schemes to drug Fidel Castro. It often conducted experiments without the subject's knowledge or consent. 100% illegal. I mean, we all know that we can't do anything without someone's consent. 
I know a lot of people make fun of that. Like, oh, you know, I have the consent to do this or, you know, bullshit. If, if you're getting drugged without your knowledge, you're getting fucking dosed. That's illegal. It doesn't matter who's doing it. It's illegal. With, with the whole obsession about Fidel Castro, because Fidel Castro was in bed or is in bed, not, not is, but was before he passed away, with the Soviet Union slash Russia, everyone figured that if we can get a hold of Fidel Castro, then a lot of things would be prevented and we wouldn't have to deal with a lot of shit. Now, remember the missile crisis with that dealt with Fidel Castro and John F. Kennedy. We also remember the horrible, horrible assassination attempt with the Bay of Pigs. And we know how bad that went. So their obsession with Fidel Castro was, you know, in, in hopes to prevent a nuclear war for some reason. I don't know what, what the reason would be. You know, we also put that trade embargo on Fidel to where that, that's the only reason why Cuban cigars are illegal is because of the trade embargo. We, we forbid any trade from Cuba into America until they, just, they, they, they broke away from Russia. But they never did. And so we were never allowed to go visit there unless we had written permission from whoever it was, unless you're a journalist. And you were never allowed to bring anything from Cuba or take anything over to Cuba for trade. It was something ridiculous that if you got, if you were found with Cuban cigars, you would be in prison for a very long time, which was stupid. That's why Cuban cigars was such a, a hot commodity. You know, is this Cuban? Yeah, well, it's because they were, they were illegal to have. In some cases, academic researchers were funded through grants from CIA front organizations, but were unaware that the CIA was using their work for their, for these purposes. The project attempted to produce a perfect truth drug for interrogating suspected Soviet spies during the Cold War and to explore other possibilities of mind control. Subproject 54 was the Navy's top secret perfect concussion program, which was supposed to use suboral, suboral frequency blast to erase memory. The program was never carried out. Just think of sub, you know, suboral frequency blast. Just think of the mind eraser from MIB. Can you imagine if that shit was actually real? Which I don't, I don't doubt that it is. I'm pretty sure now with with the, our technology nowadays, I'm pretty sure there's something like that that's pretty accurate. And, and I mean, my tin foil hat is getting crumbled because of my of my headphones right now. I have the cans on my ears right now, and my tin foil cap cannot be erected fully. It's crazy. I, I didn't want to believe into this shit, but now that I'm reading about it, it's insane. It really is. Most MK Ultra records were destroyed in 1973 by order of CIA director Richard Helms, so it has been difficult for investigators to gain a complete understanding of the more than 100 funded research subprojects sponsored by MK Ultra and related CIA programs. Then we wonder why it's, it's difficult for everyone to, to trust the CIA and what the government is, true intentions. It has nothing to do with, with anything other than the truth from the ridiculous experiments and betrayal and horrible human experiments that our government has conducted on our very own people and some of our enemies. I mean, for fuck's sakes, we're drugging people without their consent to find an ultimate truth serum and have mind control all because at one point the CIA were able to control six dogs with remote control and mind chips. But they still want us to give our whole heart and full trust into the government. Boy, I, I didn't even trust the government that much before I started doing my podcast. That's why I don't give my government name out anymore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
The project began during a period of what English journalist Rupert Cornwell described as paranoia at the CIA when the U.S. had lost its nuclear monopoly monopoly, and fear of communism was at its height. For some reason, America thought that, the, that Russians were going to come over and Chinese were going to come over, invade the United States, and turn our beautiful... <laughs> I laugh at that, but our beautiful Democrat, democratic country into a communist country. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. And that's even the narrative today with, you know, with the whole Bernie Sanders, all Bernie Sanders is a communist and a socialist, two different political beliefs, by the way, communism and socialism It's two completely different views of life. I don't know why a lot of people cluster those two together thinking that it, that, that they're the same thing. It's, it's not the same thing. But if you listen to now a lot of the a lot of the the progress not progressives my my apologies but a lot of the the Republicans and conservatives always think that that communist China is invading the United States. Yes, okay, I understand that China owns a you know has their finger in a lot of our pots here in the United States. But that's because of poor money management from the United States. I'm not defending China. I don't think China should have any any money business or or say so in any of our businesses here in America. Now allegedly China owns and is huge partners with major companies like Disney, uh what is it like Paramount or something like that and MGM. I mean there's a lot of lot of high backing Chinese companies here that have say so over what people do. Like not too long ago What's his name? The one you can't see me, the wrestler, John Cena's acknowledged Korea. I mean, um, Taiwan as a country. And China and and China had nothing to do, was pissed off about it, told him to make an apology and never acknowledge Taiwan as a country or else. And so he did. Because he didn't want his movie his 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 acting career to be jeopardized or to suffer from acknowledging taiwan as a country so i can understand the fear but i do not understand the obsession of con- you know constantly referring to america as becoming a communist country all because we want advancements boy i tell you let's continue CIA counterintelligence chief James Asus Angleton believed that a mole had penetrated the organization at the highest levels. The agency poured millions of dollars into studies examining ways to influence and control the mind and to enhance its ability to extract information from resistance from resistant subjects during interrogation. Some historians assert that the goal of MKUltra and related CIA projects was to create a Manchurian candidate-style subject. American historian Alfred W. McCoy has claimed that the CIA attempted to focus media attention on the sorts of ridiculous programs so that the public would not look at the research's primary goal, which was effective methods of interrogation. That's one of the biggest things that that happens now here in in, uh, in media today. You point out things that are 100% true, ridicule them, make them so unbelievable that the masses do not believe it which in hindsight, you're able to continue whatever you're supposed to do out in the open. But no one's going to believe it's actually happening just for the ridiculous publicity and exposure that it's received. Is it genius? Yeah, pretty much. It's happened, it's happened ever since 
people were invented. Expose it as a lie, expose it as re, as and ridicule it, and no one's going to believe it because you know you you said it enough that that it's not true, or that it's ridiculous. It's so far fetched that no one's going to believe it, and so nobody believes it. One 1955 MK Ultra document gives an indication of the size and range of the effort. It refers to the study of an assortment of mind-altering substances described as as follows. Substances which will promote illogical thinking and impulsiveness to the point where the recipient would be discredited in public. So that means that if you're so high up on drugs, if you're so mind-altered, you start having illogical thinking. We, I mean, we see, we see them all the time. We see bums or, or people who are whacked out of their minds preaching and hollering stupid shit. I'm Jesus. The Lord Savior has come back. He's right there down on. I saw him on Bandera just off of 1604. No one believes him because he's, he's high. He's a crackhead. No one's going to believe a crackhead. And that's the same type of, of thinking. Make the recipient would be discredited in public with illogical thinking and impulsiveness. We see them all the time. Two, substances which would increase the efficiency of mentation and perception. Number three, materials which will prevent or counteract the intoxicating effect of alcohol. Materials which will promote the intoxicating effect of alcohol. Number four, materials which will produce the signs and symptoms of recognized diseases in a reversible way, so they may be used for, mal- for, malingering, for malingering purposes. Number five, materials which will render the induction of hypnosis easier or otherwise enhance its usefulness. Number six, substances will enhance the ability of individuals to withstand privation, torture, and coercion during interrogation and so-called brainwashing. Number seven, materials and physical methods which will produce amnesia for events preceding and during their use. So let's beat the fuck out of them, torture them, but give them this drug and they're going to forget everything. Forget about it. Number eight, physical methods of producing shock and confusion over extended periods of time and capable of surreptitious use. Surreptitious use. Surreptitious. I can't even say that word. Boy, I tell you. Number nine, substance which produce physical disable. Now I can't pronounce any fucking word. Now I'm going to stumble over every single thing. Number nine, substances which produce physical disablement, such as paralysis of the legs, acute anemia, etc. Number 10, substances substances which will produce pure euphoria with no subsequent letdown. Number 11, substances which alter personality structure in such a way the tendency of the recipient to become dependent upon another person is enhanced. Number 12, a material which will cause mental confusion of such a type the individual under its influence will find it difficult to maintain a fabrication under questioning. Number 13, substances which will lower the ambition and general working efficiency of men when administered is undetectable in undetectable amounts. Number 14, substances which promote weakness or distortion of the high of substances which promote weakness or distortion of the eyesight or or hearing faculties preferably without permanent effects number 15 a knockout pill which can be 
surreptitiously administered in drink food cigarettes as an aerosol, which will be safe to use, provided maximum of, of amnesia and be suitable for use by agents, by agent types on an ad hoc basis. Number 16, a material which can be serotipitously administered by the above routes and which in very small amounts will take it, will make it impossible for a person to perform physical activities. Now, these are all the recommendations. These are all the criteria for the drugs that they are looking for in order to fulfill and succeed in their experiment of mind control and a truth serum. I mean, that's 16 criteria. And of course, they found it with other with various drugs. What drugs did they actually use? You know, let's find out. I mean, I've been talking about drugs. We already know LSD was one of them. What else was used, though? In 1976, Church Committee report found that in the MK Delta program, drugs were used primarily as an aid to in, to interrogations, but MK Ultra slash MK Delta materials were also used for harassment, dis- discrediting, or disabling purposes. In 1964, MK, MK Search was the name given to the continuation of the MK Ultra program. The MK Search program was divided into two projects dubbed MK Often and MK Chickwit. Funding for MK Search commenced in 1965 and ended in 1971. That's what six years of this experiment of this experiment and this project. It was six years of torture, of rape, of mindfuck, of being of trying to be controlled. And how many people do you think died from that? No one knows. Boy, I tell you. The project was a joint project between the U.S. Army Chemical Corps and the CIA's Office of Research and Development to find new offensive use agents with a focus on incapacitating agents. Its purpose was to develop, test, and evaluate capabilities in the covert use of biological, chemical, and radioactive material systems and techniques of producing predictable human behavior and or physiological changes in support of highly sensitive operational requirements. So incapacitate you, control you, and and predict your behavior when being questioned and tortured. By March nineteen by March nineteen seventy one, over twenty six thousand potential agents had been acquired for future screening. The CIA was interested in bird migration patterns for chemical and biological warfare research. Subproject 139 designated bird disease studies at Penn State. So these motherfuckers were looking at the migration of birds in order to dispel and spread biological warfare. Let's use the bird. Remember, birds are drones. Remember that. Birds aren't real. (laughs) So the, the CIA studied bird migration and named it bird disease studies in order to have a better transmission a a better resource to spread this biological warfare over its own people but then again we they want us to trust trust the government with shit like this boy i tell you mk often was to deal with testing and toxicological transmittivity and behavioral effects of drugs in animals and ultimately humans now listen we always test on animals to make sure that it's okay because animals and humans share the same exact biology yeah let's do that M.K. Chickwit was concerned with acquiring information on new drug developments in Europe and Asia and with acquiring samples. CIA documents that 
CIA documents suggest that they investigated chemical, biological, and radiological methods of mind control as part of MKUltra. They spent an estimated 10 million or more, roughly 87.5 million, adjusted for inflation. All on mind control, all on different biological warfare and chemical control with drugs. 87.5 million adjusted for inflation, which I'm pretty sure it might be more now. This is an old report. But it's okay because it was the government, right? Right. What type of drugs were used and why were these drugs used? What, what, what kind of drugs do you think were used? Let me know what you think of MKUltra and what, what, how accurate and how truthful do you think this whole report is? Let me know. Graveyardgrumbler at mail.com. Graveyardgrumbler podcast on Instagram, on Good Pods and Podchaser and Podbean. Just leave me, leave me a, 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 a comment. Let me know what you think of MKUltra. Early CIA efforts focused on LSD-25, which later became to dominate many of the MKUltra programs. The CIA wanted to know if they could make Soviet spies de defect against their will and whether the Soviets could do the same to the CIA's own operatives. So let's pump, let's pump LSD into these prisoners of war, you know, the Soviets and, and other individuals. And to see if uh, LSD, with the convincing and mind control and with this experiment, let's have them flip against their own country willingly instead of forcefully, right? Instead of uh, outright saying, if you don't flip and give me your information, then you're going to fucking die. Okay. But LSD doesn't do that shit. I mean, I, I, like I said, I, I've taken a few tabs, of, I mean, a few hits of LSD. I mean, it's, I had a good experience. Well, I did it like four or five times and uh, that that's for a different story. That's for my life. That, that's, for, that's when I'm on radio. Once Project MKUltra got underway in April 1953, experiments including, included administering LSD to mental patients, prisoners, drug addicts, and sex workers. People who could not fight back, as one agency officer put it. In one case, they administered LSD to a mental patient in Kentucky for 174 days. That's great. That's great right there. Those are great ethics, right? Let's give it to sex workers because they can't go tell anybody because they are being controlled by the government. Let's give it to prisoners. I mean, you know, I'm kind of torn on that depending on on what their sentence is. You know, I, I don't I don't know. That that's that's for another controversial topic that I'm not going to get into right now. But let's go ahead and give it to mental health people because you know they, they they haven't caught enough shit already. They were only lobotomized just, you know, 5 10 years earlier. That's perfectly fine. Let's go ahead and uh, pump them with with LSD and other drugs and experiment on them because, you know, we all know that we love our mental health patients back in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, right? Right. Even the 70s. But let's give it all to these people who, who do not have a voice and have to take it up the butt literally because of the government's reach and the power. That's great. They also administered LSD to CIA employees, military personnel, doctors, other government agents, and members of the general public to study their reactions. LSD and other drugs were often administered without the subject's knowledge and informed consent or informed consent, a violation of the Nuremberg Code the U.S. had agreed to, agreed to following, after, following World War II. The aim of this was to find drugs which could bring out deep confessions or wipe a subject's mind clean and program them as a robot agent. 
I mean, it's already bad enough that the military, you know, you don't really have a lot of choices in the military, but apparently now you do. And people are fucking walking out of the military for certain reasons. Again, another issue that I'm not going to get into right now. But let's make robot agents that way they are they do whatever they are programmed and told to do no matter what. Now that's great for life and liberty, right? Oh, I tell you. In Operation Midnight Climax, the CIA set up several brothels with agency safe house safe houses in San Francisco to obtain a selection of men who would be too embarrassed to talk about the events. The men were dosed with LSD, the brothels were equipped with one-way mirrors, and the sessions were filmed for later viewing and study. So let's trick a bunch of men or a bunch of people going into a brothel to have some sex. Let's dose them and watch through a, through a two-way mirror or a one-way mirror to find out what's going to happen. Oh, I tell you. See, all this whole shit is, is completely crazy to me. You know, it's like... What other conspiracies that I always thought were fake but are true now? You know, I would hate to bring it up and debunk it, but fuck, man, I'm starting to believe more and more and more that maybe 9-11 was an inside job. You know, and my heart goes out to the thousands of people that that passed away. My heart really does. It really goes out. But... If the CIA and the government are going to extents of, of, of opening their own brothels in order to drug and, and monitor and evaluate people who were dosed unknowingly, do we really know what the reach of the government's hand is, the evil government's hand? I mean, what, what, hand, what, what did they have a part of? You know I, I know, I know the government isn't clean. I know that there's a lot of things that the government has done that is super shady and super fucked up, but MK Ultra is just making me not want to think <laughs> in in the good ways. You know what I mean? You know, it's like if they opened up brothels to dose people to evaluate them or to research them, what I mean, was 9-11 really done by terrorists? Well, I might I might have to do it. Oh my gosh, I don't want to do an episode on 9-11. But I might have to. I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll have to think about that one seriously because I I really don't know. I, it's just my, my brain is really thinking right now. Like my hamster is just staring at me right now with his hands up. Like what the fuck, man? Why are you making me think of this shit? In other experiments where people were given LSD without their knowledge, they were interrogated under bright lights with doctors in the background taking notes. They told subjects. They would extend their trips if they refused to reveal their secrets. You know, again, if you're if you're under the wrong circumstances and you're on LSD, that trip can go really bad, really fast, and it's a, it's a horrible, horrible way to trip. And if you're threatened to be given more LSD, you can stay in a permanent LSD trip. I mean, your brain can just malfunction. You can stay tripped out like that. And now you have doctors threatening these individuals that with, with extending their trips if they don't d- reveal their deepest, darkest secrets. All for the better of, 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 uh, of humanity, right? Boy, I tell you. The people under this in- interrogation were CIA employees, U.S. military personnel, and agents suspected of working for the other side in the Cold War. 
Long-term debilitation and several deaths resulted from this. Heroin addicts were bribed into taking LSD with offers of more heroin. That's great. Let's get off. Let's introduce drugs into the community because that's how they. That's how drugs were were involved. We don't have. We never had heroin poppy fields here in the United States. This shit was was transported from other countries. And how did we get to other countries? Because of the wars. That's that's given. That is proven. That is written. Cocaine and heroin were brought in from the wars from other countries. That was a given for more revenue, for more and for more for experimentation. That is true. But let's clean up. I mean, the government has never been interested in cleaning their, their people off drugs. They, they, they used it to their advantage for human experimentation. Again, that is you just read it. You just heard it right here with your own ears. That is an actually that's an actual true thing. Boy, I tell you. The Office of Security used LSD in interrogations, but Dr. Sidney Gottlieb, the chemist who directed MKUltra, had other ideas. He thought it could be used in covert operations. Since its effects were temporary, he believed it could be given to high-ranking officials and and in this way affect the course of important meetings, speeches, etc. Since he realized there was a difference in testing the drug in a laboratory and using it in, in clandestine operations, he, in, he initiated a series of experiments where LSD was given to people in normal settings without warning. At first, everyone in technical services tried it. A typical experiment involved two people in a room where they observed each other for four hours and took notes. As the experimentation progressed, a point arrived where outsiders were drugged with no explanation whatsoever and surprise acid trips became something of an occupation, occupational hazard among CIA operatives. Adverse reactions often occur, such as an operative who received the drug in his morning coffee became psychotic and ran across Washington, seeing a monster in every car passing him. These motherfuckers were dosed with the coffee without their knowledge. CIA employees back in the 60s and 70s were given drugs against their knowledge. They were dosed. And it was so bad that it became occupational hazards. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Seriously, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Oh, I tell you, the experiments continued even after Frank Olson, an army chemist who had never taken LSD, was covertly dosed by his CIA supervisor and nine days later plunged to his death from the window of a 13-story New York City hotel room, supposedly as a result of deep depression induced by the drug. According to Stephen Kinzer, Olsen had approached his superior sometime earlier doubting doubting the morality of the project and asked to resign from the CIA. That does not sound like he was depressed and he, he, he had taken his own life. That sounds to me like a Marilyn Monroe ordeal, meaning that he was forced. Maybe he was murdered. Let's continue. Some subjects' participation was consensual. In these cases, they appeared to be singled out for even most extreme experiments. In one case, seven volunteers in Kentucky were given LSD for 77 consecutive days. That's a lot of fucking LSD. Whoa. 77 consecutive days? Oh, I tell you. MK Ultra researchers later dismissed LSD as too unpredictable in its results. They gave up on the notion that LSD was the secret that was going to unlock the universe, but it still had a place in the cloak and dagger arsenal. However, by 1962, the CIA and the Army developed a series of super hallucinogens such as highly touted BZ, which was thought to hold greater promise as a mind control weapon. 
This resulted in the withdrawal of support by many academics and private researchers, and LSD research became less of a priority altogether. Hallucinogens were created. Remember, these were not natural things. I mean, yeah, we have natural hallucinating herbs and other shit like that, but for the most part, a lot of our hallucinogens now were created in the lab. It's insane the shit that I'm reading right now. It really is. I can't believe what I'm. I can't believe the research that I was doing and all the shit that I found. I I don't I don't believe it. Even now that I'm reading it right in front of everybody, right right to everybody, right here in front of me. It it it's blowing my mind. It's like I'm. I keep shaking my head and my 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 cans keep falling off my ears. Let's continue. Another technique investigated was the intravenous administration of a barbiturate into one arm and an amphetamine into the other. The barbiturates were released into the person first, and as soon as the person began to fall asleep, the amphetamines were released. The person would begin babbling incoherently, and it was sometimes impossible to ask questions and get useful answers. Well, yeah, you fucking dosed him, man. You made him high and sleepy. Now their brain is trying to fall asleep, and their heart is going about a bazillion miles per hour. If you, oh my gosh, if, ah, wow, just wow. Other experiments involved heroin, morphine, temazepam, used under code name MK Search, mescaline, uh, what is that, psilocybin, and scopol, scopolamine, alcohol, and sodium pento, 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 pentothal. Declassified MK Ultra documents indicate they studied hypnosis in the early 1950s. Experimental goals, goals included creating hypnotically induced anxieties, hypnotically increasing ability to learn and recall complex written materials, studying hypnosis on polygraph examinations, hypnotically increasing ability to observe and recall complex arrangements of physical objects, and studying relationship of person personality of personality to susceptibly susceptibly to hum, hum, hip, hypnosis. They conducted experiments with drug-induced hypnosis and with antiograde and retrograde amnesia while under the influence of such drugs. What other experiments did our lovely CIA do? Boy, I tell you. This is where even more of the more fucked up shit is, is occurred. Boy, I, and uh, Sarah from Toronto, I want to know if you've ever heard of this. Uh, give me a, shoot me a message and let me know if, if you've ever heard of, of what I'm about to read. The CIA exported experiments to Canada when they recruited British psychiatrist Donald Ewan Cameron, creator of the psychic driving concept, which the CIA found interesting. Cameron had been hoping to correct schizophrenia by using existing memories and reprogramming the psyche. That's a great idea. But unfortunately, schizophrenia isn't something... That's reversible. I wish it was. I mean, it, it would it would it would improve a whole bunch of people's mental health. It really would. But it sucks that that it was it was not a a good thing. He commuted from Albany, New York, to Montreal every week to work at the Allen Memorial Institute of McGill University, and was paid sixty nine thousand from nineteen fifty seven to nineteen sixty four which equals out to 580,000 in 2021 to carry out MK Ultra's experiments there. The Montreal experiments, oh hold on my bad. Uh, let me see. And was paid 69,000 from 1957 to 1964 
to carry out MK Ultra experiments there. The Montreal experiments is what they were called. The research funds were sent to Cameron by a CIA front organization, the Society for the Investigation of Human Ecology. And as shown in internal CIA documents, Cameron did not know the money came from the CIA. Yeah, allegedly did not know. Bullshit. In addition to LSD, Cameron also experimented with various paralytic drugs as well as electroconvulsive therapy at 30 to 40 times the normal power. His driving experiments consisted of putting subjects into drug-induced comas for weeks at a time, up to three months in one case while playing tape loops of noise or simple repetitive statements. Drive people fucking insane, man. His experiments were often his experiments were often carried out on patients who entered the institute for common problems such as anxiety disorders and postpartum depression, many of whom suffered permanent effects from his actions. All right, let, let's okay. This is what this is the shit that really bothers me. Again, these people did not go in there knowing that this shit was going to happen. This was done illegally and inhumane. His experiments were often carried out on patients who entered the Institute for common problems such as anxiety disorders and postpartum depression, many of whom suffered permanent effects from his actions. Boy, I tell you. His treatments resulted in victims' urinary incontinence, amnesia, forgetting how to talk, forgetting their parents, and thinking their interrogators were their parents. Completely scrambled their fucking mind. During this era, Cameron became known worldwide as the first chairman of the World Psychiatric Association, well as president of both the American Psychiatric Association and the Can- Canadian Psychiatric Association. Cameron was also a member of the New- Nuremberg Medical Tribunal in 1946 and 1947. The end of MK Ultra, fucking finally, the end of, of MK Ultra. Let's finally get rid of this shit. I can't believe MK Ultra was even a fucking thing. Boy, I tell you, in areas under American control in the early 1950s in Europe and East Asia, mostly Japan, Germany, and the Philippines, the CIA created secret detention centers so that the U.S. could avoid criminal prosecution. Motherfuckers, it just keeps getting worse. So let me reread this for the people in the back who had their 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 radio or their phone a little lower than what than what you're supposed to. In areas under American American control in the early 1950s, in Europe and East Asia, mostly Japan, Germany, and the Philippines, the CIA created secret detention centers so that the U.S. could avoid criminal prosecution. (sighs) Boy, I tell you. The CIA captured people suspected of being enemy agents and other people in deemed expandable, expandable, to undertake various types of torture and human experimentation on them. Oh, I tell you. Let's capture these random ass people who we believe are enemy of the state, who we deem expendable. Let's torture them, conduct and, and conduct human experimentation. Oh my gosh. The prisoners were interrogated while being administered psychoactive drugs, electroshocked and subject to extremes of temperature, sensory isolations, and the like to develop a better understanding of how to destroy and control human minds. According to this to this research, now I don't know how accurate this is, but but allegedly, that is one of the reasons why we have solitary confinement in prison is because of the the results of MK Ultra investigations on how to isolate and and pretty much control your mind with isolation that that is allegedly where where isolation for the prisoner from for prisons came into 
I, I don't know how how truthful that is, but that that's allegedly the reason why we have isolation or solitary confinement in prisons now. You know, and after reading MK Ultra, I don't I don't know what to believe. I don't know. It might be fucking true for all I know. Who knows? I don't know. Boy, I tell you. In 1973, amid a government-wide panic caused by Watergate, CIA Director Richard Helms ordered all MKUltra files destroyed. Pursuant to his order, most CIA documents regarding the project were destroyed, making a full investigation of MKUltra impossible. Boy, I tell you, let's, let's destroy everything because of the whole Watergate scandal. And let's, one of the worst human... That, I mean, that we know of here in America, one of the most ridiculous and inhumane experiments ever conducted. We're going to destroy as much paperwork and as much reports as we can so this shit doesn't come back on us. If you knew that shit was illegal, if you, if you have to destroy paperwork and destroy the reports, then you know deep down in your heart that that shit was illegal and you should not be doing it. Bottom line. Boy, I tell you, a cache of some 20,000 documents survived Helms, Helms purged as they had been incorrectly stored in a financial re- records building and were discovered following uh, a FOIA request in 1977. These documents were fully investigated during the Senate hearings of 1977. In 1974, the New York Times alleged that the CIA had conducted illegal domestic activities, including experiments on U.S. citizens during the 1960s. That report prompted investigations by the United States Congress in the form of the Church Committee and by a commission known as the Rockefeller Commission that looked into illegal domestic activities of the CIA, the FBI, and intelligence-related agencies of the military. Yeah, it was fucking illegal. You dosed a bunch of people and blew their mind and scrambled everything who they are for the better of, of, of research so we can control people and have them flip from alleged, for them being alleged enemies of the state. We had concentration camps in other countries and forcefully dosed and tortured these individuals for the better of our American understanding. Yeah, it was fucking illegal. They dumped 20,000 documents. Oh, I tell you. In the summer of 1975, Congressional Church Committee reports and the President Presidential Rockefeller Commission report revealed to the public for the first time that the CIA and the Department of Defense had conducted experiments on both unwitting and cognizant human subjects as part of an extensive program to find out how to influence and control human behavior through the use of psychoactive drugs such as LSD and mescaline and other chemical, biological, and psychological means. So it took all of that. It took a bunch of committees just to figure out that the documents that we were hiding and even witnesses were saying that these motherfuckers were actually doing this shit, but it took all that just to figure it out. Again, I have a problem with government investigating government problems. They also revealed that at least one subject, Frank Olson, had died after administration of LSD. Much of much of what the church committee and Rockefeller commissions learned about MKUltra was contained in a report prepared by the Inspector General's office in 1963 that had survived the destruction of records ordered in 1973. However, it contained little detail. Sidney Gottlieb, which had retired from the CIA two years previously, had headed MKUltra 
and had headed MKUltra was interviewed by the committee, but claimed to have very little recollection of the activities of MKUltra. Of course he did, because you want to save your own ass, motherfucker. Of course you all of a sudden you forget and you didn't know anything that happened at MKUltra. Because you know if you admitted to it, you would be going to prison for the rest of your life. That's what should have happened. It doesn't matter if you had little to, to no knowledge. You were in charge of MKUltra. You should automatically be sent to prison for you okaying these, these projects and these experimentations. The documents are there, man. Oh, I tell you. The Congressional Committee investigating the CIA research chaired by Senator Frank Church concluded that prior consent was obviously not obtained from any of the subjects. Duh. The committee noted that the experiment sponsored by these researchers call into question the decision by the agencies not to fix guidelines for experiments. In 1977, during a hearing held by Senate Select Committee on Intelligence to look further into NKUltra, Admiral Stansfield Turner, then director of Central Intelligence, revealed that the CIA had found a set of records consisting of about 20,000 pages that had survived the 1973 destruction orders because they had been incorrectly stored at a record center not usually used for such documents. These files dealt with the financing of MKUltra projects and contained few project details, but much more was learned from them than from the Inspector General's 1963 report. Of course it was. I mean, they were hiding it. Of course, man. You're not going to know shit if you ask the people who were involved. On the Senate floor in 1977, Senator Ted Kennedy said, The deputy director of the CIA revealed that over 30 universities and institutions were involved in an extensive testing and experimentation program which concluded covert drug tests on unwitting citizens at all social levels, high and low, Native Americans and foreign. Several of these tests involved the administration of LSD to unwitting subjects in social situations. Yeah, we know that. It's not, that was written in the reports. We saw that. At least one death, the result of the alleged defenestration of Dr. Frank Olson was attributed to Olson's being subject, subjected without his knowledge to such experimentation nine days before his death. The CIA itself subsequently acknowledged that these tests had little scientific rationale. The officers conducting the monitoring were not qualified scientific observers. Boy, I tell you. In Canada, the issue took much longer to surface, becoming widely known in 1984 on a CBC news show, The Fifth Estate. It was learned that not only had the CIA funded Dr. Cameron's efforts, but also that the Canadian government was fully aware of this and had later provided another $500,000 in funding to continue the experiments. So the Canadian government isn't innocent either. Sarah from Toronto, if you if you know anything about this, send me a little bit of information. I want to read if you if you knew anything about this, uh, if you know anything about this that went on around that time. Graveyardgrumbler at mail.com. You can email me directly. The revelation largely, and if you don't know information, that's fine. I understand. I mean, this isn't a real big topic for a lot of people. So if, if you can't find anything, I don't want you to, to go crazy trying to find whatever information. I, I was just wondering if you heard anything about this. If you, if you if you do find stuff, you know I, that that's awesome. You, uh, if you send it, if you don't find anything, that's that's fine. It's no, uh, it's no, it's not a, a huge rush or a big deal or something that that I'm you know expecting. It's fine. If you don't have it, if you can't find any information, I completely understand. I had to do a lot of digging for the information that I have now. 
The revelation largely derailed efforts by the victims to sue the CIA as their U.S. counterparts had, and the Canadian government eventually settled out of court for $100,000 to each of the the 127 victims, Dr. Cameron, I'm sorry, to each of the 127 victims. That's it? $100,000? That's it? $100,000 each when people were dosed, their brain scrambled and, and done shit illegally. Dr. Cameron died on September 8th, 1967 after suffering a heart attack while he and his son were mountain climbing. None of Cameron's personal records of his involvement with MK Ultra survived because his family destroyed them after his death. That should be illegal to destroy documents of such. That should be illegal. If it's written on paper and had to do with MK Ultra, then that should be that should be protected and brought in. Graveyard Grumbler's final wrap. Let's go ahead and wrap this crazy ass episode up because my brain hurts and I'm tired of reading about this. Let's let's go into a little bit more of the death and follow some more of some conspiracies and crazy shit that happened. Given the CIA's purposeful destruction of most records, its failure to follow informed consent protocols with thousands of participants, the uncontrolled nature of the experiments, and the lack of follow-up data, the full impact of MKUltra experiments, including death, may never be known. So allegedly, the reason why we don't know the exact number of people who died is because that pertinent information was destroyed in the document dump by by the head of the CIA or whoever's in charge, the main person overlooking this this whole experimental program. Several known deaths have been associated with Project MKUltra, most notably that of Frank Olson. Olson, a United States Army biochemist and biological weapons researcher, was given LSD without his knowledge or consent in November 1953 as part of a CIA experiment and died by suicide by jumping out of a 13th story window a week later. Hmm. That sounds a little fishy to me. A CIA doctor assigned to monitor Olson claimed to have been asleep in another bed in a New York City hotel room when Olson fell to his death. In 1953, Olson's death was described as a suicide that had occurred during a severe psychotic episode. The CIA's own internal investigation concluded that the head of MKUltra, CIA chemist Sidney Gottlieb, had conducted the LSD experiment with with Olson's prior knowledge. Although neither Olson nor the other men taking part in the experiment were informed as to the exact nature of the drug until some 20 minutes after its ingestion. The reports further suggest that that Gottlieb was nonetheless nonetheless due The report further suggested that Godlib was nonetheless due a reprimand as he had failed to take into account Olson's already diagnosed suicidal tendencies, which may have been exacerbated by the LSD. The Olson family disputes the official versions of events. They maintain that Frank Olson was murdered because especially in the aftermath of his LSD experiments, experiments, he had become a security risk who might divulge state secrets associated with highly classified CIA programs about many of which he had direct personal knowledge. A few days before his death, Frank Olson quit his position as acting chief of the Special Operations Division at Detrick, Maryland, later Fort Detrick, because of a severe moral crisis concerning the nature of his biological weapon research. So what what Frank Olson is, I believe Frank Olson is a casualty, knowing that he had all this information and was able to put out, put these people away forever, 
I believed he was dosed, brainwashed, tortured in the very same experiment that they were talking about. And then he he supposedly killed himself, but I, in reality, he he was more than likely murdered. Again, this was a whole Marilyn Monroe type event where we're going to drug you, we're going to brainwash you, and we're going to force you into killing yourself to make it look as if you were depressed and had a reason to kill himself. And unfortunately for this individual, he had prior issues with depression and suicidal tendencies, which is a drag. And it just sucks that it seems to me that the CIA exploited that by dosing him and knowing that, that he had become a security risk once he quit his position. Boy, I tell you, this whole, let's wrap this shit up. This whole thing is, is completely mind blowing. I, I can't understand. I can't believe, and I can't, and I will never fully understand the reasoning why shit like this is conducted. I mean, I'm lying. I know why it's conducted. I know the whole reason. I know why they do it, but they shouldn't. Honestly, there's not much I can say. There's not much left that I can say about this shit. It's ridiculous. It's unbelievable. And I can't believe that this was actually true. I was hoping that this was one of the few conspiracy theories that that I heard about not be true. But unfortunately, it is. And it is way deeper. It is way longer than an hour, whatever I'm into episode. It's way deeper than that. And I don't want to get deeper than that. My head already itches. My, my, my eyes are twitching. Unfortunately, it's a shitty thing. It happened. I wish it didn't. But it brings me back to how can we trust our government when we have shit like this going on? Boy, I tell you. Well, you know, let, let, that's, that's, let's end the episode. We're done with that. So, announcements. I'm working on creating my own radio station where I actually play music. I do live broadcasts, you know, just like a radio show with music. That's what I'm working on. I haven't had the full details yet. I do my, I do do a live on Podbean every Thursday. The Podbean app is free. Joining my live is free. You know, I, I conduct it kind of like a radio station broadcast there, and I, uh, I play music. I talk about random shit. Try to make some jokes. I just try to have a good time for your morning, for your morning commute. That that live happens every Thursday at 11 Central Standard Time, which is 11 a.m. Texas time. So it happens every Thursday for now. If it does, if the date changes, I will let everybody know on here and and on my Instagram account. But for now, it's every Thursday, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, Texas time here in the states. Tune in. I appreciate everybody. You can interact with me. You know, I take calls sometimes. I, I, I conduct it like a radio, like a regular radio broadcast. I mean, that's what I do. I enjoy it. I have a lot of fun doing it. Other than that, if you want more gritty, uh, too explicit to put on my regular podcast feed episodes, join my my Patreon. It's it's only five dollars a month, and I put out a shitload of episodes. At first, I was only putting out two stories. Now I put two stories. I put confessions out and I, and I put out a gruesome, explicit, regular episode on my, on my uh, Patreon as well. I enjoy doing it. I love podcasting. I love broadcasting what I do now. I, I'm hoping, I mean, again, I'm already the king of podcast. I, I just want to make sure that I become the king of radio. And with everybody's help, you can put me up to that title that I already believe in, that I am. <laughs> Other than that, uh, let me see here. Uh, Struggle Snuggles, his clutch is still growing. If you're interested in purchasing one, again, his information will be in the show notes. 
other than that, I appreciate everyone. Thank you so much for the support. I, you have gotten me to 11,000, 11,000 total downloads for the podcast. I am beside myself. When I first started this podcast, I never thought that I'd even reach 100, to be honest with you. I never thought that I'd even get 100 downloads. Now I'm at 11,100 downloads, and I'm, I'm, I'm smitten. I'm beside myself. It's, it's amazing to me that in, in just over a year, my podcast has grown so much. Share the podcast with everyone you know. Tell them that, hey, you might like it. I use colorful language, but you know I try to keep it at a minimum. I understand that my demographic, my age demographic might be pretty young, so I try to keep it fairly, fairly low explicit, but it doesn't always work, especially when I talk about MK Ultra and other shit like that. But other than that, again, I deeply appreciate everyone's support from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so, so much. And as always, good morning, good day, good night, goodbye. Today's episode is sponsored by Struggle Snuggles Ball Pythons. Struggle Snuggle is a small hobbyist breeder who wants to share the joy of ball pythons with new and experienced snake enthusiasts. Struggle Snuggle offers different types of morphs and standard non-morph pythons. Struggle Snuggle will offer insight on the first-time python owners and is available via email for questions on the continuation for healthy care of your new python. You can reach Struggle Snuggle through his Instagram at strugglesnuggle32257. That's strugglesnuggle32257. So you can get a look at the different type of snakes that he does own. Again, strugglesnuggle32257. His Instagram handle will be in the show notes. This is the end. This is the end. This is the end. Graveyard Grumbler Podcast.